why giving up alcohol is the best thing you can do for your body and that is the topic of today hello this is your host nancy christopher and you are listening to bloom healthfully welcome this is where i bring you bite-sized healthy hacks for busy people intending to upgrade their health nutrition exercise healthy recipes and longevity so if you are new here consider subscribing and enjoy that's it i'm giving up alcohol for good it's a phrase uttered by millions around the world and they slowly open their eyes on sunday morning they'll most likely be suffering from a throbbing headache dehydration a stomach cramps not only to mention the vague sense of memory loss and as the coffee machine is heating up many contemplate giving up alcohol sadly 7 days and 6 nights later most are back at it again if you find yourself stuck in the groundhog day style loop here some good news you can break the cycle all you need are some concrete steps a few long term habits and as always a bit of will power the first day of of giving up alcohol when it comes to giving up alcohol it's best to strike when the iron is hot you'll probably be at the most willing to take a break from alcohol while nursing a hangover use that to your advantage it's easy to forget the downside of binge drinking our minds are capable of downplaying the negatives and exaggerating the positives of any habit so you'll need a way to counter that bias set in stone now the last thing you probably want to do when your hangover is start writing a journal but find a way to document your thought process regarding why giving up alcohol is so important this could be in the form of a note on your phone a voice recording or even a video log but don't underestimate the effectiveness of simply writing words down on a piece of paper placing it somewhere visible ensures you to get periodic reminders of why you are abstaining from drinking describe not just how you feel in the present moment but how you feel about the time you spent drinking think of the money you spent and the way you behaved it's natural to feel regret and self-loathing after abusing alcohol put those feelings to good use by recording them days or weeks later when your mind floats with the idea of drinking again you can look back on the recording and remember why you're giving up alcohol the next thing is that you need to have a game plan so now you've become convinced of the importance of giving up alcohol let's quickly move to the next step because right now it's all about momentum as you recover from your last drinking session start planning for the next 7 days the aim is to stay away from alcohol so the first step is to take a peek at the calendar are there any weekend holiday parties coming up one of the keys to executing a successful planning is timing vowing to quit drinking 3 days before a long awaited party with friends might not be practical however follow your instinct 
if you truly want to take a break from alcohol, you don't have to postpone that for anyone. The first priority is your physical and mental health. So how are you going to be free? How are you going to free yourself from any alcohol-related activities for the next seven days? Here's a tip that might come in handy. Telling friends and family that you are giving up alcohol might lead to a lot of questions and drawn out conversations. Instead, simply say that you are taking a break or better still, starting a challenge. Not everyone agrees with abstaining from alcohol, but no one will argue how exciting it is to win a challenge. Bait and switch. Remember, simply dodging your drinking buddy's calls won't be enough in the long run. Sure, you'll coast on the excitement of this new challenge for a few days, but sooner or later, life will tempt you to drink again. In medical terms, these situations are known as triggers. A stressful day at work is the most common, but by no means the only trigger you might have. Think of all the times you've sighed and thought about having a drink. Something in that environment was your trigger. Anger, frustration, and sadness are all emotions that will prompt you to consume alcohol. The solution, however, is not to stay happy, because that too can be a trigger. You can't live life tiptoeing around situations and emotions that will trigger you to drink. Instead, develop a classic bait and switch. Rather than heading for the bar right after a frustrating day at work, drive to the gym. Spend an hour kickboxing rather than methodological manufacturing a future headache. Drinking is not the solution to your emotional discomfort. Drinking is merely the activity you indulge in to recover from that discomfort. Switch the activity and you'll get the same results without any of the terrible short and long-term side effects. Now, how to do this practically? There are three G's of giving up alcohol. Let's say you've managed two whole weeks without alcohol. First off, congratulations. You might have experienced moments of irritation and stress during this time. But instead of reaching for the bottle, you dealt with the emotional upheaval through dedication, distraction, and maybe some minor habit adjustments. These are all great coping machines, but they won't be enough. You may have won the battle, but the war's not over yet. Whether you're simply taking a break from alcohol or breaking free from alcohol abuse, take this opportunity to develop lifelong habits. They'll act like walls that protect you from temptation and triggers. While there are plenty of great habits you can look into, it's best to focus on the three G's that I've mentioned earlier. The first G represents gym. This doesn't mean you have to lift heavy weights right away. Simply start small with any physical activity that's sufficiently challenging and more importantly something you can be consistent at. It could be an aerobic class, yoga, dance lessons or even rocking climb, rock climbing. In short, aim for an activity that makes you sweat. There are plenty of benefits to be reaped. And having a frame of mind that allows you to stay away from that alcohol is just one of them. The second G is groceries. 
Buying groceries is a sure sign that you are heading in the right direction. Instead of ordering takeout or buying highly processed meals, dedicate a portion of your week to securing nutritious groceries. Fueling your body with the right ingredients will drastically improve your life. And once you develop a taste for green, clean vegetables and fruits, greasy fries and a beer won't be so appetizing. The last G is good sleep. There's a reason why it's good rather than enough or plenty of sleep. While 7 to 8 hours of sleep a day is worth the goal, the quality of your sleep matters as well. Having 6 hours of deep sleep is far better than 10 fitful hours with your eyes closed. Acquiring and perfecting your sleep habits takes time. So start with just the basics. Sleep early and get up early. Cross off your bucket list. Our minds crave information. So when you decide to give up alcohol, there will be naturally a voice in your head that asks, until when? Replying, maybe for good? Might not just be unrealistic, but counterproductive. The very thought of never ever sipping a beer again will make your mind desire it intensely. Absence makes the heart grow fonder, as they say. So when you need a time frame that satisfies your mind's curiosity, the good news is that you'll start to see the physical and mental benefits of giving up alcohol within six weeks. But instead of drearily crossing off each day and watching the clock tick by, here's how you can make the time fly. Start a project. Cross something off your bucket list. Always wanted to run a five kilometers? Good. Make a plan for the next four months. Instead of denying yourself alcohol for an entire season, entice it with the possibility of success. Picture the photo you'll be taking after completing that race. That's the fuel, that's the drive that you take on a day you can take from a daily temptation and slip-ups. Matching feathers. When you are breaking a habit or a bad habit, it's important to have a good support structure. When giving up alcohol, it's even more crucial. After all, one of the major reasons why we drink is to socialize. It's extremely common for a person to give up alcohol and then battle feelings of loneliness. So if you decide to give up alcohol, it's a good idea to seek out others who've made the same decision. Spending time with people who have common goals make it easier for you to avoid temptation. Not to mention, you'll grow as a person when you share your thoughts and lessons learned along the way. Birds of, a, of the same feather flock together. So take the time to find those with matching feathers. Don't worry about giving up. In every aspect of life, there comes a time for course correction. That's why we take a few hours at the end of the week to clean our house of clutter or make a timetable in the office to catch up on the pending work. It's the same principle with alcohol. Sometimes a spate of consecutive holidays or an especially festive vacation means we end up indulging in alcohol past moderation. When that happens, it's okay to give up. Giving up alcohol does not have a rigid lifelong choice, rather just something you do to clean up the clutter in your mind and body. And once you've started to abstain, don't beat yourself up if you give up and have a beer.
Relapsing when it comes to breaking a bad habit is part of the experiment. Loathing yourself will do more damage than good. Instead, get back on track and quickly and confidently as possible. Don't worry about giving up alcohol forever. Don't worry if you give up on giving up alcohol. Good health is after all a lifelong process. You can follow me on Facebook as Nancy Christopher and on Instagram as I a m n a n c y underscore y remember make a list of five things you're grateful for today three new fun episodes out every week so don't forget to tune in to bloom healthfully until then stay fit and keep smiling see you in the next episode